1: back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike, episode 28 today. I can't believe it. We are moving through them. Uh, listen, uh, Adam Schiff, House Impeachment Manager, the lead House Impeachment Manager, a Democrat from California, continues from the floor of the United States Senate making the case against the president. If nothing else, I am impressed with his stamina. He has been speaking now for well over an hour. He did so yesterday, hour upon hour, making the case. Uh, regardless of politics, uh, the... The the endurance uh, required of the men and women participating in the either prosecution or defense efforts here. Uh, impressive. Anyway, uh, this segment, we're speaking to Thomas Wright. He, not too long ago, made it known that he would like to serve you as governor of this great state. Even more recently, he announced that his running mate in that attempt will be uh, Utah Congressman Rob Bishop. Uh, he joins us on the line right now. Uh, Thomas, sir, how are you? Great, Lee. How are you? Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Hey, listen, let me uh, get right to it. Uh, You and I, uh, since you have made this announcement, haven't had an opportunity to speak about your position and views on this tax issue. Today we get uh, news from Speaker Wilson, President Adams, and Governor Herbert that it is their intention to uh, fully repeal SB2001. That's that big, giant tax package which was passed in a special session. How did you react to that news this morning, sir?
0: Well, it's inspiring to see everyone engaged in Utah to make it the best it can be. This citizen engagement is what our nation was founded on, and I believe the voice of Utahns has been heard. And so I was happy to hear the announcement that the tax reform will be repealed and that we can use this as a starting point to fix some of the issues that we're trying to be addressed in that rather large bill.
1: The it's natural to pick sides in this big issue. There are the referendum folks uh, on one side. On the other side, there are the folks leading the legislature and the state in the executive office uh, and to see them as political foes. Uh And that's one of the calls in the statement made by... The governor and the senate president uh, along with the house speaker they say we are not foes on a political battlefield do you sir, see winners and losers here or do you see uh, a collective group uh, which has emerged victorious uh, because they faced uh, and are operating with a, a successful system
0: i think the system is working the citizens spoke uh, the elected officials listened and now we can move forward on you know talking about how to make utah a better place and so I think, it's, I think it's important when you're running for office to not pander to one side or the other. So I'm just being honest by saying that the, the process worked. The citizens that uh, rose up and spoke up should be proud of their effort. And the legislature, who worked over the course of the last year, who were part-time legislators, uh, came forward with some complicated issues that do need to be addressed, and they should be applauded for that. But the system is working, and everybody in Utah should feel good that we're moving in a, in a direction that we want to move as citizens
1: let me ask you, sir. did you did you sign the the petition?
0: The question that I was uh, the question for me Lee, was always, how did we end up where we were? Uh, to me, I would have if I had been governor, I would have said to the legislature, let's bring a bill forward before we call the special session. I think one of the challenges we yeah. had in this process and something that we can learn, I think there's a few learning lessons here if if we had had the final version of the bill, and I know the legislature, like I said, was part-time and they were working on it fast and seriously, but had the bill been presented to the public before the special session was called, a lot of these concerns would have been heard, and we wouldn't have had to have been in a position where we needed to decide whether we wanted to govern by referendum or or whether or not we wanted to go that direction. So for me, the question is, would you have called the special session, and as governor, I can tell you that for me, calling a special session would require a bill to come forward, unless there was some special circumstance that I can't think of right now, to have the bill in hand so that the public can see it, the shareholders can see it, the people it affects, the citizens and taxpayers can see it, and then we can have the special session.
1: There's been the indication by some leaders in the legislature and even from the governor himself that uh, this issue of taxes will not be addressed uh, during this legislative session. That this SB 2001 will be repealed likely by uh, Friday of next week, but that for the duration of the legislative session, uh, taxes will not be discussed or debated. Uh, likely pushing it into the subsequent year, uh, that would mean, sir, if you have your way, you'll be governor at that time. Uh, what would you like to see, uh, assuming that you're governor a year from now, what would you like to see as the the, the first issue taken up as we try to re-tackle this issue of taxes?
0: A look from top to bottom at state government, where the money is going, how it's being spent. Sometimes when you're in government, and I no, I'm not from government, I've never held publicly elected office. I'm a fresh perspective. I'm a new face. I can provide new leadership from a business perspective. I deal uh, with these kinds of cost-savings issues all the time in my business. And having a new leader that doesn't come from government will allow us to look at this $20 billion budget in a new way. I believe the government taxes us too much. They take too much of our money and that the programs become too big. And what happens, Lee, in government is the system becomes the thing. The process becomes the thing meaning we follow the same process for how we build new buildings on college campuses. But sometimes that process isn't saving us enough money or isn't doing it in the most competitive way. We need to be asking the questions of are we getting the outcomes we want and is the money being spent correctly? And so I come from the outcome world, not from the government world, of this is the way we've always done it and this is the way we're going to do it. I believe that in a $20 billion budget, there's a lot more efficiency and that we can accomplish many of the things we want to accomplish without taxing more, and in fact, maybe even taxing less. Because I've seen it in higher education on the state board of regents, and I've seen it in other places in state government where there is money that, that, that we can do, we can get better outcomes with. I have no doubt about it. So I applaud the fact that this election now is about who is most qualified as governor to go in and tackle these issues right off the bat. And how are they going to do it? Because that is right in my wheelhouse. I think that government can be a lot more efficient than it is. And I have some specific ideas to make that
1: happen. All right, very good. Thomas Wright has been our guest. Grateful to you, sir. Thomas Wright running for governor uh, with his lieutenant governor pick. Uh, Congressman Rob Bishop Thomas this morning weighing in, or this afternoon rather, weighing in with us on this uh, announcement from the governor and the speaker of the House and the Senate president that they will, in fact, be repealing this tax measure which was passed in special session of the Utah State Legislature. Thomas, I'm grateful to you for your time. Thanks again. Thanks for having me on, Lee. All right, sir. Uh, listen, next up, we're going to shift gears again. The two big stories of the day are, of course, the impeachment proceedings, which continue on the floor of the United States Senate, as well as, as this dramatic announcement from the governor, Senate president, and House Speaker here in the state of Utah. Uh, but during the course of today's show, we're going to take a few breaks from those two big things, including in our next segment, we're going to speak again to a friend of mine, Erica Hansen from the Hogal Zoo. There is a group claiming that they uh, up at Hogel Zoo are uh, not so great. When it comes to taking care of their elephants, uh, it's an interesting thing, but uh, I want to get into the details of it and just see how uh, the elephants up there are being taken care of. That's going to be a segment next up here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Berry, and this is KSL News Radio.